When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dadsnet original podcast. Trying to get the right amount of vitamins into our kids can be a struggle, right? I mean, what is it? Like, the kids, all they ever want to eat is, like, just beige this, beige that. If I have to see another chicken nugget and chips in my <laughs> life. the nutrients. Yeah, exactly. It's nutritious. Exactly. That's, honestly, and the nutrition that you accompany that beigeness with always gets thrown on the floor. Like, if Jackson throws another piece of broccoli on the floor, I don't know how many times I've cooked a full plate of peas just for them to be poured into the bin. It's impossible to get vitamins inside him. <laughs> Well, that's where Nature's Aid mini drops come in. They're suitable from zero all the way to five years old. They're the fuss-free way to give your child a helping hand. And all you have to do is drop a few drops of it into whatever food or drink they're having. So, you know, no artificial colours, there's no added sugar, they're lactose and gluten-free, everything. What, so you can just chuck it in beans? Like in, beans on toast? Whatever. Beans on toast, bit of uh, spaghetti bolognese. All right, well, it's a solvent for me, though. How do I drop it on to chicken nuggets and chips? Because uh, you can. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you just put well, it on. Yeah, you just drop it you on. You just drop or, it on. <laughs> I, bet, I bet they dip it in ketchup, don't they? What? No. no. You could just drop put- it into the ketchup, couldn't you? <laughs> Good. Give it a little mix Spot up on. or the mayonnaise, whatever, whatever they're dipping it in. Drop, it, so, drop, drop it into the condiment. <laughs> yeah, you drop it into anything. Nice. It's it's that easy. What you so saying? You saying it complements condiments with vitamins? <laughs> oh yes, that's <laughs> and it's easy. This works for me. There, there's a tagline, Nature's Aid. If you haven't got one yet. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm going to sign off with their actual one. (laughs) Helping your little ones thrive with mini drops from Nature's Aid. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. Hello and welcome to Loose Dads from Dadsnet. It's four blokes sitting around and talking about dad things. But there's been a substitution this week. It's very exciting, right? Sparky would normally be here, but he's serving a one-episode ban for getting those Greg's Crocs that they've been pumping at Primark. Uh, He really did get them. Awful. Um, So he's out of our plans. He can't be here. But we've got Phil Winterdew instead. Hello, Phil. Hello, how are you? I feel this is tricky though. It's when you're a substitute because you feel like you need to make a some kind of uh, immediate difference when you get on the pitch, don't you? But that's difficult, you know, when it's new. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so more than happy, more than happy for you to come on and turn this into something good. You know, you, you do a podcast for <laughs> No pressure. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you do little conversations for Dad's Net. It's really good. How can we make this old bag of crap any good? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, well, we can talk more about, should we talk about little conversations now or do we wait later or... Let's do it a little bit later on, because actually I shouldn't have introduced you. I've That's not done teaser. the formal That's introductions. Yeah, there we go. You'll find out more about that very soon. Um so I want to introduce the panel in uh, this week. Uh, it's related to the fact there's been another warning for hot and sunny weather in the UK. So I'm going to introduce them as the cooling soft drink that they would be. Um, although one of them isn't quite a soft drink, but it doesn't matter. Um, you've got Brad. Brad would be Sparletta cream soda. Go on. Why? He doesn't get that. Do you get that reference? 
I've been researching for ages. No, but I just know it's a very popular drink in South Africa. There you go. Absolutely. There we go. Yeah, I was going to say it's a very popular soft drink in South Africa. I take it, dude. I take it. <laughs> I read a website that said these are the drinks you miss when you travel yeah. away from South Africa. So I thought I'd go for that one. <laughs> you get really cool chocolate in South You know what? And that used to be Shays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get like a whole bunch of different. It's probably because we're still using a lot of the e-numbers and things. So they're all um, still very highly toxic, but still taste like <laughs> But they have uh, grape soda there, and I noticed that that, that actually, you're absolutely right, it's banned from being sold in the EU. So Fanta grape, the particular one they use in oh, South wow. Africa, you can't get in the EU. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. So we, we literally hunt. like and It's only recently that um, Fanta grape light or something like that has, has become so popular over here. You, you, you pick it up in a few places, but not the full fat Fanta grape for whatever reason. There is a delay on the line to Brad. Brad is not at home at the moment. He is in a very tropical location. In South right Africa. <laughs> no, because the line to South Africa would be better than this. This is to Elton Forest, which I believe is in Norfolk. Yeah. Am I, am I right, Jack? You're the yeah. Norfolk expert. No, it's Suffolk. Yeah, it's Suffolk. Oh, it's Norfolk adjacent. <laughs> yeah. um, because uh, Brad currently is at Centre Parks you can tell which of the loose dads is doing well for himself he's at Centre Parks in the school <laughs> holidays <laughs> you know we said that uh, there was that person who'd won like what 190 million quid on the lottery a couple of weeks ago and no one knew who it was I think we've got our answer yeah right? we found it <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the truth about it though Jim is the reason why we're out of our house is because we're having renovations you see Oh, again, of course. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Serial You're another annex on the side. <laughs> Perfect. Another um, annex. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, continue with the introductions because, you know, we're minutes in and I've not even bothered yet. Uh, Jack is a tactical nuclear penguin. Uh, he would be that. That's a brew dog beer, you see. And Jack ah, is our okay. brew dog expert, having. Uh, led at one point the Brewdog Beer Club for the Dad's Net. Um, yes, you're yes. a tactical nuclear penguin. Yeah, and more recently the Zero uh, Six Brewery, uh, who are one of the partners of the Dad's Net Campbell. Right. And do they have a beer with a stupid name that we could Ooh. use in this context? Flamango. Oh. Jack's a flamango. <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned, Phil Winterdew is here. Phil would be sunny delight um, because, you know, you're, you're kind to kids, aren't you? You get kids on your podcast. So you're kind to kids. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> I leave them tweets until they get close to a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> They're all willing participants on the podcast. It's fine. I was going to say, yeah, Phil doesn't drive around his local town with, like, candy. Say, hey, kids, do you want to come into the van and just record some VO for me? Why are you all running? How do you know he doesn't do that? Nice cream van. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a tactic for the next series. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, and I would be a cup of tea because, as everybody's mum knows, tea keeps you cool in hot weather. It doesn't warm you up, right? Everyone knows that. That's why I've made myself a cup of tea tonight. Perfect. Uh, this is Loose Dad's Let Us Play Again. Oh, God. I always, always get so carried away with the intros that I forget to line up the video ident for this. I really feel like I need like a 30 second warning or something, Jim. I know it's my job. I know it's my job to be on top of this. Would but you, if you like could just help me do... do my job. Why would you just do a. I'll do a little double. Do you want to play a game? Oh my goodness. Absolutely petrifying. I'm going to press no, it now. No. I'm going to press it now. You're going to press Ready? it now? Okay. Now. Yeah, go on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's game time. Hello to the Dark Knight, by the way, who's late. Uh, don't worry, we were late as well. Hello to uh, <laughs> Paul, who's listening, says, no, Sparky, I'm out of here. Uh, but says, nice to meet you, Phil. Um, uh, someone's not staying because they're watching the new Elvis film. Fine, that's, that's up to you. And hello that's to Connor, Lucy Connor, executive oh. producer. 
Executive producer Connor's watching the new Elvis film. Well, I am all shook up at that information. Hey. Well, joke's on them because we were illegally streaming the Elvis film in the second half of this show. So you could have <laughs> So we, we play a game at this stage of the show. What we do, uh, it could be a game that we've played before, one that we've not played for a while. It could be a game we've stolen from another podcast, not from Phil's podcast. We don't steal from <laughs> Phil. <laughs> until you're away one week and then we can arrange something it's fine yeah. great uh, licensing agreement uh, this is a game actually we've played the last few weeks Phil I'd like you to be, take part in this as well uh, this is parenting would you rather you're aware of the game would you rather yes okay so when you, so two, you, two choices yeah you have to pick one both horrible but which one would you prefer okay okay <laughs> First one, be married to the celebrity that you fancy the most, but you also have to live with a six-month-old baby who never gets any older, or live on your own for the rest of your life. Phil, what would it be? Oh. So, okay. so when you say live on your own for the rest of your life, is that assuming then you, you don't have any of your own current children with you? No, they hate you, and they've gone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, so it's not that they've never existed. No, this sounds, it's this like sounds really depressing. So basically, not only so it's lose your family and anyone you've ever known, yep. and cry your own, yourself to sleep every night, or be uh-huh. in a house where someone else is crying to sleep every night. So yeah, but also but, you might happen to live with, say, I don't know. Let's pick a name: Margot Robbie. Okay, well, that, <laughs> would that be your your celebrity for the purpose of this game? Yeah, I think you know why not? Why not? It's neighbours related. Neighbours have just ended. Let's let's keep it going. The neighbours craze. Was she I, in? Was she in neighbours? Neighbours, yeah, yeah. She played D. That was in Jack- neighbours' heyday when I used to watch she's, it after just uh, before Simpsons. She's Australian, of course. She's been in neighbours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Okay. So Margot Robbie. So here we go. Let's picture the scene. Phil and Margot are there in their abode. They've got one of those names. They've they've done a cute like little contraction of the names. They live in Fargo. That's the name of their house. Phil <laughs> and Margot. Nice. They've got a six-month-old baby. It's crying a lot. Six-month-old babies do that. Is Phil happy? Is Phil thinking, I'd probably just rather be on my own now for the rest of my life? <laughs> Phil, what would it be? I think, I, I think I'm going to have to go for... I think, I, I think I'd be too lonely if I was completely by myself. Like, short for initially, you'd be like, this is great. I can do whatever I want. But in time, you get a bit bored. And I think, I think Margot Robbie would be good for conversation. I mean, the conversation would be, obviously, we'd be angry at each other because we both... <laughs> So it'd be like, oh, Margot, like, oh, I'm, I've got to put the bins out. I don't want to do it or whatever. And she'd be like, you don't bloody do it anyway. I end up doing it. Um, that's the perfect Australian accent, in case anyone's wondering. Um, so, but so it'd be tense, but there would be small moments of hope. Because it's like when you have a six months, like when you get them on the play mat or something, that's quite a fun time, isn't it? For the sort of 10 to 15 yeah. seconds that you might, might enjoy. Um, and then a bit of tummy time as well, you know. Me and Margot and a bit of tummy time. And then we go <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I just want to chime in, though. If you think about it, Phil, he said you would live on your own. He didn't say that you couldn't have, say, Margot Robbie and Sandra Bullock come over for a barbecue. <laughs> That's a really good point, actually. I immediately assumed that my house was locked down, much like when yeah. I couldn't go anywhere. Because uh, obviously wait. Margot Robbie fancies you, so like whether yeah. you've got a six month old or not, she's coming. Yeah, coming over. Um, I think it would be. I do think it would be upsetting though to to not have the kids generally. Although I've just seen what Dark Knight said. As long as she's a method with our Harley persona, let's be honest, Dark Knight. If I already know you, so it's fine. So if she is method, you can come around and sort her out. Surely. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. You're already experienced in Gotham. Yeah. So I like, I like the little crossover there. Everyone likes but a bit personally, crazy about, yeah. <laughs> personally I, I quite like crazy women, so you know, I, I go for the Harley. Now bearing in mind that your other half does listen to this and watch it live streaming, so you've not got a chance yeah. to edit that comment out. Right? <laughs> you, do you want that to stay for the record? I think she's working, so <laughs> my other half is currently listening to this as well. And uh, obviously, if there was a third option, I'd kick Margot to the curve of and immediately bring her in. You know? yeah. yeah. If anything, uh, it's Jim's fault for not giving that option in the first place. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He forced it upon me. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can only apologize. He, threw, he threw you under the bus. He totally yeah. threw you under the bus. Yeah, I can only apologize. So the the answer really is uh, you'd live alone, but invite Marco Robbie for a barbecue, which is <laughs> and, is the answer to most questions in life, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but as I've got another half, just as friends. Yeah, like Anne Hathaway. I've never had a crush on, but I think we'd be great friends. Yeah. If she was like, "Hey, do you want to date?" I'd say. I, I'll, let's go out for lunch, maybe a coffee. But that's as far as it's okay. So, so, thanks, Anne Hathaway, but let's yeah. be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'd be a wonderful friend. Could you, you could set her up with one of your friends. Um, oh, that's a nice idea. Oh. Perfect. Yeah. Isn't that and then everyone's happy. Perfect. Uh, hello to Justin, who's uh, said hello. Um, right, next question. Then. I'm going to put this one to Brad. Brad, you're barefoot, okay? Imagine, imagine a, a world in which you're not wearing any shoes or socks. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you rather step on a piece of Lego or a toddler poo? Oh. <laughs> Lego, hundred percent. Lego, really? You'd get Lego, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, because that's like, yeah, that's a quick sort of sharp dehabilitating pain that I'll get over in about ten to twenty seconds. The idea of actually having to then, like awkwardly try and keep that foot off the ground whilst I hop to the toilet, to the bathroom, to then try and either like rinse it off or... See, I was assuming... Nah, I was assuming and then you know, no, no, like... Already. Yeah, but that's just too easy though, isn't it? Why would there be Lego in the bathroom? Yeah. No, for the poo, for the poo. Yeah. Well, for argument's oh, sake, for the... let's say the both of the If we go back to last week's episode, if we go back to last week's episode, I was locked in a room with a 16-year-old who would shit in their own hand and throw it out the window. So <laughs> oh, let's yeah, just assume cool. you're in a room with a toddler who's shat in their hand and thrown it somewhere in the room. All right, fellas, we've got Phil here. And I I've kind of wanted in. to impress Phil. I didn't want <laughs> Phil to know about the teenager <laughs> shitting in the hand. <laughs> I How does that make us down? Sorry, Phil. <laughs> right, okay, so you're right. sleeping on the left. Sorry, Phil. My, my son, actually, earlier this year, so he's six, and he did a sponsored Lego walk for charity, and they literally laid out 10 foot of Lego, just loads of bits, and he had to walk across the whole thing. It was like wow. much worse than the firewalk they were organising for the adults. Mm. But no, according to Brad, not as bad as the shit walk they were organising for. <laughs> yeah, that was much worse. <laughs> well, here's, here's, here's my question, though. Here's my question, Phil. Will the, were, were those Lego pieces all face down and kind of like all together like a flat surface? Or was it like just one random sporadic piece that's angled up with the sharp points angling up that you you know will catch your foot at some point with the ones that he was walking across it was like a massive long delay and they shook how, it how bad is this delay guys this is really bad oh yeah it's awful <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh these are the classic days of football right the, the classic days of football that i miss is when they like england used to play in a country that's not even that far away like turkey they play an away game in turkey and it would be like the commentator was talking through two yogurt pots and a bit of string back to london <laughs> and it was just it was amazing um but uh, we've got that in the 21st century now, which is fantastic. Right, last question then. Uh, would you, This is for Jack. Would you rather attend a children's party every day or live in a soft play centre? Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm going to live in the soft play centre. Right. Um, because I'm assuming if I live there, it is my house and I have purchased it, and therefore I can keep other people out. No. I'm right. adding rules. I'm adding no. rules. <laughs> no, no, I've already got my own rules. Right. It is a functioning uh, soft play centre. However, um, you have purchased a section of it. You own part of it, and you can close the door and go inside, but there will be kids running around outside at many times of the day. And, However, and, you can go off and do what you want in the middle of the day. But the privacy you, I've got in there is a net. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the other option? The other option is to attend a child's party every day 
for the rest of your life. See, the thing is here, with the child's party, you have to engage and interact. You have to do all the child's party things, so you have to make the small talk with the Small other talk, that's the, that's the bit I don't want. But it's um, only two hours a day. So you've got and that. And if or- any... Any parents who I know are listening, I enjoy your company immensely. <laughs> and the small talk I'm talking about is not with you. Um, uh, how long do I live in the soft play for? My the entire life. life. Yeah. Uh, all right, no, I'll go with the parties. I'll go with the parties. Just a couple of hours a day. You just suck it up. You know, maybe I'll make friends. Oh, is it with the same parents? Say- We all think that, don't we? No, it's different parents. We all think that, oh, maybe it won't be as bad as I think. Maybe there'll be a a nice parent that I'll get on with. And then they're making a bit warm, isn't it? (laughs) Conversations. (laughs) And you're dumb. Um, I'm going with the partners. partners. Okay, well. Two hours of your life every day. You're never going to get that back. This is Lou Stads from Dadsnet. Thank you to the person who says this podcast becoming a shit show. I'm hoping that's a reference to all the conversation about shit and not an actual <laughs> review. Please don't put that on Apple Podcasts. You know, just lie on Apple Podcasts. Say you love it. It's brilliant. Uh, on the way, we have got uh, a section where we'll look inside the news and find out how it applies to parents. That's coming up next on Lou Stads. This is Lou Stads from Dadsnet. My name is Jim. I'm here with Jack and also Phil Winterdew. Hello, Phil. You're you're here. Hello. You're saving us from this is exciting. That... Yeah, I mean Sparky's not here. He's in uh, Lou Stads jail for buying Greg's Crocs. And Brad <laughs> has just disappeared. Apparently, he's going to be in the comments now. He says my reception just keeps getting worse, so I'm hearing the comments. Phil, you've seen off two of the regular members. What, <laughs> what, what can I say? You know, I'm just a, I'm a big presence, and I'm pushing him off the screen. No, this is sad. I was looking forward to seeing them, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm left with the worst two. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm left with everyone's worst two. Can you believe it? The least favourites. But I'll make do. Let's we can get through this. I mean, it's your time to shine, isn't it? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I mean, if you would like to. Um to support this show and give Brad and Sparky a reason to actually turn up and be part of it, you know, to, to give Brad a better internet connection to fund <laughs> Brad's center parks habit, then we'd really appreciate it. We're on Patreon. You can become a patron. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash loose dads. There's loads of different tiers of um, patronage, patronage, whatever it is that you can, uh, you can take part in and you get loads of different stuff for that. You get like kind of video chats with the loose dads. You get to become an executive producer. There's all sorts of other things as well. You get to listen to some extra kind of geek chat that usually Jack and Brad have. Phil, are you, uh, are you like a geek guy or a football guy? guy or a both of them guy or a neither of them guy <laughs> i'm i'm more of a geek guy because it's new geek chic isn't it like i've seen mm-hmm. football like i have seen it play. <laughs> you, um, you're it aware exists. of what it is good i'm aware of it i'm aware that we had great success recently which is is good you know well done the lionesses um mm-hmm. that's great um but i'm also aware that a recent Marvel films come out, you know, in terms of Thor, Love and Thunder, and there'll be more of them, many more of them, plus many TV series down the line. So, so yeah, so I'm sort of a, I guess I kind of be more in that kind of realm. How about mm. yourselves? Well, that, I'm, I'm firmly in the geek camp. Yeah, I mean, Jack is is the most anti-football person I've ever met. I mean, it's it's like it's um, it's like he's trying really hard to hate it. <laughs> he likes I American really things. I really don't have to try. No. I like ice um, hockey, not playing it. Oh, well, I might like playing it. I just never have. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't knock it till you try it. There you go. Exactly. Where, where do you stand uh, on um, on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, which is the, the best programme that's ever been oh. on television? Oh, okay. So last year, I, I became a drag queen for the first time in real life for a play. Oh. So I was in Ladies no Down Under, which sounds really dodgy. But it's a sequel to a play called Ladies Day, which was is about four fishwives from up north. Not fishwives, fishmongers. Um, who so they, they win money, they win loads of money, about half a million. And then they, the sequel, after they win on the races in the first uh, play, is they then go to uh, Australia 
and, and end up sort of going on an adventure, kind of like the in-between the second film. Um, and they meet a drag queen called Koala Bear, uh, which was played by myself. Uh, so I had to <laughs> shave everything. I had to wear double tights, like nude tights, to, so they couldn't see my hairy legs. Um, and I had to actually perform a lip sync to Gloria Gaynor's I Am What I Am uh, with a fan as a sort of fan dance. It was, it was very liberating. Um, and mm. since then, I've got a newfound respect for everything RuPaul. I had to watch RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under to try and get the accent sorted. Because <laughs> it was uh, a nightmare. It specifically I mean, had to be a drag Australian drag queen accent. Like, yeah, the director was like proper, like slave driver was like, you've got to do that. I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I mean, as I, I think that uh, most other aficionados of RuPaul's Drag Race would say that is the worst series of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race so far. But, uh, you know, I'm glad it was helpful for somebody. So it got you there. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, I Googled Dark Knight what tucking was. Because I just assumed it was just, yeah, you just tuck in a bit, you know? But no, it's very, you, you, you tuck a lot. That is very, very um, significant what you have to do. Um, but I did shave. I did, sh well, actually, I put Veet all over my chest and my arms. And then that sort of thing, it sort of started dissolving off all the hair. Um, but by the end, I decided to, to leave the legs because I was taught this double nude tights uh, technique. So you just top half gone. I mean, what's that like? As I mean, how hairy were you before? This is an odd question to ask someone. You just invited <laughs> on the podcast. We have, but... we have honestly never asked a guest that before. No, that's true. <laughs> Not even Margot Robbie when she came on. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so my face is my hairiest part. Let's just say that. <laughs> so, so unfortunately, the V. I didn't have to put much on. Um, but there's enough to say I've got like a couple of hairs. Um, uh, without going into too much detail, I'd say my uh, my belly button is probably uh, the second hairiest after my face. <laughs> um, that's, so I don't know. I won't show that because you know it's a family show in a way. Um, <laughs> but, um, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope it isn't. No, 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 we're sorry, we're an older family, <laughs> not, not the kids. It's like little conversations, which is a family. Phil <laughs> um, Queen of the Desert. Now that's a good show. There we go. Yeah. Phil Seller, Queen of the Desert. That is an excellent <laughs> like co contribution. Um, <laughs> I, it's good. I just, what I wanted to know, Phil, I wanted to kind of pitch you, where are you in the Loose Dads universe? So I guess that there's the, the geeks on one side, which is Jack, and Brad, and then there's the, uh, the the cool guys like me and Sparky, obviously, because we're yeah, cool. yeah. We're, yeah. That, I mean, that sounds good. I just straddle the line, you know. Like when I was at school, I, you know, I wasn't in the cool group, but I wasn't in like the geeky group. I kind of was going back and forth. That's what I told myself well, anyway. Actually, to home. be honest, there is no cool group in the Loose Dads, but there's like the geeks and then there's the ones that don't like the geek stuff. So you're, you're quite in the middle. I think this is a good appointment. We've done, a, we've done well here, Jack. Well done. Thank you. Um, I, think, I think what Phil's just revealed is that he had no friends at school. Right. Okay. Um, no, I wasn't in yeah. that group and I wasn't in that group. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was sort of in the middle. <laughs> but, you know, you can have as many imaginary friends as you want. So who's the real winner? This is this is why he wants Margot Robbie in the six month old, just for some company. Yeah, oh, I need, to do a, <laughs> I need to do a clarification because I said earlier that Margot Robbie played D in Neighbours. Now there's probably Neighbours fans thinking that Phil is a is a bloody moron. Because D died, well, died off going off a cliff in a car. I think after she just got married. Margot Robbie played Donna in Neighbours. So just in case, so people don't hate me, I feel I need to do a formal clarification there. Right. Well, I mean, this is the first time ever anyone has got something factually incorrect on Loose Dads. So <laughs> I, I, I feel I've shamed you. You've brought it down. The first, really... the first time anyone's cared enough to clarify it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Right, Jack, are you ready to press a button? I've got it. I've got it right here. Excellent. <laughs> Should we go and have a look at the news? Let's. So it is the news. This is where we look at how the news affects parents. And there is 
a hosepipe ban in many parts of the country. Each like um, different water company area is suddenly going, oh yeah, we're going to have a hosepipe ban. And then the other ones are looking over going, oh, I like what they've done there. We're going to have one as well. So there's a couple coming in. There's uh, maybe one or two more to come. And then, I mean, it won't get up here to Yorkshire because let's face it, there's been enough rain here to never need that. But um <laughs> You know, every dad's favorite activity, right, is standing outside with the hose, hosing like the lawn or the Stuff. window box or the car or just anything really. The kids. So, um, so are, are we worried about this? Because uh, you know, you're both yeah. further south than me, right? So, oh, I, I'm in. Uh, so I'm in Chelmsford, which is one of the driest places in the UK, uh, apparently, mm. supposedly. Um, but I don't understand why the hose pipe gets all the bands. Because if we're going to get serious, why aren't we like, let's just do a bath ban. Like, let's, let's yeah. get really serious. Like, no baths. You could you maybe have a little shower, but let's just, let's just do it. Because how many people these days really use the hosepipe a lot? I don't really. I mean, maybe you, I just don't go into my your garden gardening. Well, I, I like gardening, but I don't, I don't, I, I, maybe I don't want to brag, but I've got a water butt. So, so, you know, you go there and obviously it's not rained much recently, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a water can filler with my water butt tap. Okay. Um, but yeah, maybe I just don't water stuff enough. Maybe I need to question everything. Is your garden dead? Like, are all the plants wilted oh, and dead? Because that's the grass the looks terrible at the moment, but everybody's grass looks terrible. But I mainly got a rockery and you don't have to water that very often. Well, the plants are <laughs> I I don't know where to go from rockery. <laughs> I'm not into gardening. That's my wife. <laughs> but you've heard of rocks. I I yes, familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and would rocks. you imagine they would need water to survive rocks? No, exactly. So, but yeah, it's interesting how they always focus on the hose pipe. Um, so for me, I guess it's not going to affect me too much because I'm not a big hose pipe user. Although, when, summer, when you've got kids and you want to fill up a paddling pool or something, mm. you're going to have to get the hose pipe out. Takes yeah, a long because, time with a bucket. Yeah, you, but you're not actually banned from doing that, are you? Because it is. Uh, the, the hose pipe bans at the moment, you're banned from using hose pipes, sprinklers, um, filling ornamental ponds and swimming pools but paddling pools don't come into that so technically you could just run back in and out from the tap with a bucket using the same amount of water expending a massive amount of energy but you mm. could still fill it up so I don't... maybe this isn't about water at all maybe this is about tackling the the nation's obesity crisis maybe it is because that's a oh. lot of a lot of calories burnt so yeah, it could well be that i think it's it's sort of to do isn't it to do with the kind of uh you can't uh people can't see you using the inside water so they can't dob on you because that's the only way <laughs> the only way anyone's going to get caught out by this hosepipe ban is if one of their neighbors goes <laughs> jeff at 32 has been filling an ornamental mm. pond I'm just and, just uh, checking my windows shut but i've got a neighbor like that oh really i don't oh. think i don't think she's watching Someone that'll be would... very unfortunate if she is one of the people watching yeah That'd be a She's real a bit, shame. Bit moany. So is she the one that, if anyone's reported to the council, it would be her? Okay. Oh, okay. oh. yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she had to go our carpet fitters once for parking near our house. Ah, okay. Mm. Why would they park near your house if they were fitting a carpet? I know. It's crazy. <laughs> We've got, uh, yeah, neighbours who are very territorial about the. Uh, the the piece of road outside their house which they do not own of course as we know you don't own that that is anyone's to use but yeah you get a snotty note on your car um the day we moved in my uh my brother-in-law brought a kind of as like a trailer to bring loads of our stuff up and it went slightly over their area and uh and yeah, they, they were not happy. And they have put notes on cars and stuff. Then I noticed one of them parking outside my house the other day. And I thought, well, oh. that is a little bit hypocritical, isn't it? Isn't it, Jess? Oh, that is rough. I've got a neighbour that, that, that they've got a trampoline. And they um, it's, not, it's not just a guy who lives by himself. He, I think he's got a family. <laughs> and, he, and so he jumps up and down. And they throw stuff over my fence. So every day is like a oh. magical mystery in terms of what I'm going to have in the garden. So there's been spatulas. There's been inflatables. There's been, um, like, yeah, there was a rubber ring. They do need. Yeah, they just throw it. They never, they never ask for it back. I mean, I haven't kept it all. I have chucked it back over. 
Well, it's got this massive collection of tat. Do you know what? You my wife threw over the neighbour's fence once. What? Cat shit. <laughs> really? A cat? No, no. Uh, cat feces. Cat feces? Yeah. I think that's worse than um, throwing a cat, isn't it? <laughs> well, it was their cat that did. Yeah, but I don't think that, that did the shit with their bare hands. <laughs> and we were sick of it. <laughs> she's she's going to hate the fact that I've. Um, she that is I've there, this. and and if that neighbour's listening, they're going to go. That's who threw a shit in our garden. <laughs> yeah, the the cat shit flinger of old Norfolk. Yeah, mm. it's my wife. Oh my goodness! Wow. That's great. Have you tried the lion pellets that you can get to scare cats? Uh, yeah, I tried those. I tried uh, the, not supersonic, you know, the sonic uh, noise things. I tried spreading my own urine around the perimeter. Uh, of the, okay. the That's what you said you were doing. The cat sniff it and said, like, that's not a dominant presence. I, I'm still my yard. <laughs> that, that's a beta. I've got room here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a female who's moved in. <laughs> I'm going to be on the hunt. That really sounds really bad. I'm not saying that females are like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is a terrible, terrible track. To, I'm to dig myself a hole. <laughs> no, but cats are dicks, so you know. Yeah, exactly. All you're it's doing is being for the cat, cat, not myself. Mm, exactly. <laughs> People get obsessed with cats, don't they? My uh, my dad is obsessed with cats in his garden. He bought a load of rubber snakes once to try and scare them, and it did not work. But then my kids got lots of rubber snakes to play with because he just went, I've wasted all this money off Amazon buying these. You might as well have them. All, all these rubber snakes covered in cat poo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, didn't even work. One of my we friends are... just moved in to a new house and his neighbour next door came to say hello to him. This was about two weeks ago. And instead of just saying hi, he brought his like 12 foot long like python that he's got and had it draped around his neck and was like, hey, how you doing? Got a snake, just want to let you know. <laughs> Why would you bring it with you? Like, that's terrifying. That's a, that's a thing that I will never have to encounter as your neighbour. Like, you don't have to introduce me to your snake because that stays in your house. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you're taking that snake for a, a snake walk man. on a lead. I mean, this has made me feel like my neighbours aren't that bad. So we've got the trampoline flinger. We've got snake man. We've got the cat shit thrower. Well, I live on a fairly normal street, so it turns out that makes me feel a lot better about this. Uh, Jack, have you got a new story this week? I do. Also, Brad has sent through his new story, and I've not mm. read it, so we'll do that one in a bit. Okay, uh, I've just got the headline here, so... Um, oh, I haven't even read that. I'll do mine first, because Brad will... Uh... Can I just say, it's classic Brad. So he's back, okay, on, cool. he's back in the game. Okay. <laughs> Brad's um, news stories, Phil, tend to f follow somewhat of a theme. Mm. <laughs> um, so we'll get there. We'll get there. Right. My news story. Man who can taste words reveals the names that utterly repulse him. Oh, nice. Uh, He's got synesthesia, oh. is it? Yeah, it's uh, lex lexical synesthesia. Lexical gustatory synesthesia. Nice. Oh my goodness. Mm. I, hate, I had a problem with my calls the other day. <laughs> <laughs> we, so, we've had ours removed, so. Um. <laughs> so synesthesia so, is is where you you sort of mix senses. So you are you can yeah. like see sounds or mm. you can hear feelings or things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So this guy can taste words. Right. And uh it, he he discovered it in 2009 after remembering thinking, how does no one else think that Maggie is like eggs? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, does that count um, for Margot as well? Just <laughs> <laughs> so he's gone through and, um, and, uh, and told us what some things taste like. And I thought that was interesting. So I'm going to read them. Okay. Uh, the name Boris Johnson. Feels like squishing a hard shell beetle with your foot. So very specific. So it's it's feelings and tastes, I guess, because that's not that's not a taste. Jeremy Corbyn, soft bum fluff hair on a young man's chin and cheeks. 
Yeah, lovely. Donald Trump, uh, a deflating rubber duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what does he feel when he hears Donald Trump? <laughs> I liked uh, Kate Middleton. He's vaguely like jaggedly cutting cloth with a knife in a church, and I can hear it. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lawrence is like sniffing the inside of a shoe. Um, um, well, <laughs> and he says one of the worst names for me is Kirsty, which is the faint smell of urine. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I could be close friends or date a Kirsty. <laughs> Bad news for Kirsty. Also, up that really is. <laughs> Wow, oh. um, we've learned a lot. Dun- Duncan, a bird dipped in smoky bacon crisps. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel like he's heard the word Duncan. He's like, it sounds like dunking, and so therefore I'm thinking of a dip. Yeah, but why a bird? And why in smoky bacon crisps? I don't know. This is incredible. I I hope if you are if you have synesthesia and you ever meet me. Don't ever tell me because I will just spend the whole two hours that we're stuck at that children's uh, party just going, what about a monkey? What about the floor? What about toes? What about light? Uh, just trying to find out what they uh, what they feel for each of those. The name Danica. Not a common name. No. Sharp segments of ready salted crisps lodged in my throat. Oh. I, by the way, I do keep freezing up ever so slightly every so often. So if I look like I'm just still and not interested, I'm incredibly interested. <laughs> uh, Phil, you can't promise that. Have you never <laughs> listened to this? I've got this one that says, uh, Betty smells like marijuana. That's what that says. Uh, Brad says, isn't that someone on a magic mushroom trip? Um, it's uh, it's fascinating. I th- the whole idea of synesthesia is amazing. Did I think um, Lauren Laverne on Six Music used to do this, where she'd play the new songs of the week and get uh, listeners with synesthesia to uh, to call in and say what they felt about them, so what they heard or what they tasted or what they saw in their heads or what colour it was or whatever. Mm. What we you seemed like you had something else to go with, Jack. Yes, well, I do. On, I think it. I think it wraps up this story quite nicely. A mm. joke you won't approve of. Kim Kardashian quickly ruffling handkerchiefs around in her hand. I think <laughs> he's not heard her name. He's been watching her sex tape. <laughs> Wait, that's what it tastes like. <laughs> what handkerchiefs ring? What like? What does a handkerchief being ruffled in a hand taste like? <laughs> Well, like, have like, you got a handkerchief at hand? Come on, Phil. Right? We need you to try this for science. Do we have any? We'll, I don't have a handkerchief on me. We'll do I'll Brad's do new story, and then I need you to live on the live stream. We live stream this eight thirty every Tuesday night or eight thirty-five if some things go wrong. Um, <laughs> so if you just listen to the audio, you can then see what we're all doing as well. And you know, you when when Phil does his hanky ruffling and eating. Then this will be like, I mean, this will be our social gold, won't it? We'll get all it the will. likes and shares. Uh, right. So, Brad's, if you want to know Brad's new story, this uh, we can always rely on Brad to give us something that's um, of a theme. And, and you will sense the theme directly from the headline Man suffers 100 erections a day, and girlfriend says there's no rest. <laughs> A woman has spoken out about her unusual sex life, saying her boyfriend has up to 100 erections a day and it's tiring her out. She doesn't have to act on every single one. Like... Yeah, but he's not dissuading her, is he? <laughs> or maybe he just, it's just tired because he's just going on about it. Oh, I'm yeah. not again. You know, she's like, shut up, I don't care. I tell you what, he's 39 years old. So if we're getting 100 erections a day, I think he's going pretty well. <laughs> Like how? Oh. Does it say Should why? Uh, uh, Again, not no. not always a feature of Brad's news stories. So he went, yeah, well, because Brad just would give you the headline, wouldn't he? I'm I'm like I feel like Jeremy Paxman going into the detail here. Uh, he went to a doctor about it, but was told it wasn't a medical issue. Um, he, he's never. Oh, this is smooth, right? This is smooth of him. 
he says he's never experienced it before meeting Vicky and puts it down oh. to her being a goddess. Oh, oh my goodness. Idiot. Oh my goodness. The Dark Knight said I wonder where he works. I just assume he's a professional coat hook. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you want to know where they uh, met? Think uh, of a romantic place where they might have met. Um, Burger King? Kebab, kebab shop, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anything, it's less romantic than that. Uh, <laughs> they met by chance, which that's what meeting is, right? <laughs> when you've met someone that you don't know, that's it is by chance, by definition. I think the Metro writer here had a word count to get to. Um, also, no, that's not a criticism of them. I understand what that's like. I do that every day. Yeah, you have word counts for dad's net, don't you? <laughs> 100% I do. Um, that's why I've got a thesaurus, so I can just put long lists. Uh, they did not meet in the IKEA accessories aisle, as uh, Dark Knight says. They met by chance in a Morrison supermarket queue, and since then they've enjoyed a passionate relationship. Wow! I wonder what they were buying. Maybe he was buying their entire stock of Viagra. Yeah, it's got to be it, doesn't it? And, oh, I don't know why this keeps happening. <laughs> I there, casually time. getting, you know, I don't know, a watermelon and perhaps um, a chicken wrap. And she had no idea what she was in for. <laughs> I once, when I was 16, went to Sainsbury's. Um, uh, my long distance girlfriend was coming up to stay. And so I went, was she already there? It might have been an emergency run that I'd done. And uh, I went to Sainsbury's and I needed condoms and I needed cat food for the cat we had at the time, which as a duo of items on a conveyor belt, <laughs> made worse by the fact that the person on the till, I was going to someone I didn't know on the till and someone from school was working on one of the other tills. They went, oh, Jack, come over here, come over here, oh, come to my till, come to my till. I'm like, oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I I know so, what this looks like. I'm looking like I'm, I'm planning a very special it? evening. <laughs> <laughs> With me and Leroy. But um but no. No. Anyway, no one mentioned it at school, so I think he I think he oh. uh, kept it quiet. <laughs> did, wow. Do you sort of panic and go, Oh no, 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 no the condoms are for the cat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a Lothario. <laughs> I um, sorry, Brad. In the comments here, has made a good connection. Maybe this guy's got synesthesia, and every time he hears her name, he's secretly tasting or sniffing Viagra. Oh, mm. maybe that would make more sense than crushing a bug under his feet. Definitely. <laughs> Unless that's what gets him off. Well, and it seems like pretty much everything gets him off, if we're being perfectly honest, isn't it? I mean, it might be easier to narrow down the things that don't. This is Lou Stad. Reminds me of that, uh, that song, um, Jizz in My Pants. That's it. Right. You okay. know that. <laughs> you know that song. I'm not aware of that song. No. What? Oh, I froze up for the song. I need to hear the song. Jizz in my pants. Oh, by the Lonely Island. Yes. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, That's you froze. Jim didn't know what I was talking about. Utter silence I was met with there. Yeah, that was the, the, the <laughs> After podcast the words, equivalent. Jizz in my pants. Yeah, the podcast equivalent of tumbleweed, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. There's a, I get 20, really? I get twenty seconds of gold and five seconds of silence. That's that's the kind of what I'm currently experiencing. If you're getting twenty seconds of gold out of loose dads, you are doing very very well. <laughs> this is loose dads on the way. No, we'll he's streaming the Elvis film. Yeah, we'll answer. He's already told us. We'll answer some big questions of the week from Dadsnet members. That's coming up next. <laughs> It's Loose Dads from Dadsnet. This is the place where we chat about dad things. It's me, it's Jack, and uh, it's Phil Winterdrew as well. Phil, it's good to have you here. 
it's been it's an absolute pleasure this is like so lovely well, it's just what a lovely way to spend a Tuesday evening uh, when Sparky can't be bothered to turn up and Brad oh, yeah. turned up for a little bit and then went head off. <laughs> yeah. He's booked on the archery course, the night archery at Centre Park. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, and and why wouldn't you? Like night archery sounds like one of the most dangerous things there is. Going. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised Jack didn't get an older lady to pay for his condoms and cat food, says this message here. This is a reference back. We've, we seem to have back referenced this most of the last few weeks. But yeah. There was, a, there was a time, probably about a year ago, Phil, where two weeks in a row, Jack brought stories to the table of how he'd conned an old lady out of money in a supermarket to pay for his condom. So you you conned one out of a voucher, didn't you? Because you said, "I've got not, I've not got enough money to pay for my shopping," and she gave no, you a she voucher. Just, she just came and offered it to me. Like I looked, obviously looked in dire straits, and she came and offered me her money off voucher for something, um, <laughs> which I accepted, and. And then the next one was I didn't have I was fifty p short for three packs of um, Waitrose Dutchy <laughs> strawberries. <laughs> you were just trying to make ends meet that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And someone offered me fifty p, and now everyone thinks I'm constantly conning old women out of their money. That's true. If Kirsty Olsop was here, she'd be saying, you know, that's why. That's why today's generation can't buy houses because they're always buying Dutchy strawberries. Well, there we go. <laughs> that's, that's also the most Kirsty Olsop's been mentioned in one episode of the podcast. It is. Let's. I mean, we've still got a few minutes left. Let's see if we can fit another one in. Uh, let's answer the big questions of the week. The big Question of the week. The big question of the week. So this is when we trawl the Dad's Net forums and answer some questions. However, we've had one which is quite interesting. Let's just drop this one in quickly from Dark Knight mm. live on the on the stream. As I say, eight thirty every Tuesday night we stream this live. Comes out on all the audio platforms on Wednesday. So if you listen just on audio, why not join us on a Tuesday? Get involved. How will the suggested planned blackouts in January affect tech time at home and also going to school with the amount of IT that's used in classes? This is a big thing, right? Because when you want the kids to be quiet, you want to put them in front of Netflix, don't you? If there's going to be some blackouts happening because we've not got enough energy, what's going to happen there? What's happening? I've I've not heard of these blackouts. Well, this is, uh, it, it's all because of industrial action that they're expecting to happen over uh, winter. So, yeah, we've got the train drivers and now the Royal Mail, and then they're expecting kind of energy workers and podcast hosts and whatever to go on strike over winter to have a winter of discontent. Um, see, that's, the, I think, you know, people, the whole point of a strike is to inconvenience people because that's the point you know it it makes things Mm. difficult and makes bosses go oh we have to listen maybe that's the theory anyway um i think we can handle the trains we can all work from home now like most of us right and then if you can't get into work oh boohoo you just ring up and go i can't get into work and then you get a day off and it's not your fault so that's great but however now there's blackouts and you can't even work from home Yes, exactly. And more importantly, you can't entertain the kids when you just want five minutes to sit down and have a cup of tea. I mean, you can't even make the cup of tea. So, so oh this is God. a this is the one that could change all these pay rises. These, this could be the one. That, iced tea. Oh no, iced tea is blasphemous to you. Yeah, it's absolutely oh. the abomination. Yeah. Um, where do fan. you stand on a good a good cup of tea, Phil? Are you a good cup of tea fan? So I'm currently drinking a Moroccan mint tea. Is that too oh, nice? Too arty. <laughs> is that from Is that from the Arundel um, tea oh shop God. or whatever it's called? Oh Isn't that the place in Frozen, Arundel? Arundel. Um, I, it, 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 your Duchy of Lancaster strawberry uh, <laughs> place. That's where it's from. No, it's 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 called Good Air. Oh. <laughs> I think they'd be a great sponsor. <laughs> I Brown thought for a minute we drank the same the same uh, Moroccan mint tea. Oh 
I've never God. seen someone come alive so much. It was just like, I drink Moroccan mint tea. You drink Moroccan mint tea? <laughs> Moroccan mint tea, Waitrose Dutchie strawberries and Brad's in bloody centre parks in, uh, in the middle of the school holidays. This is not a show anymore for the working man, is it? <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, those it's those nature aid dads <laughs> That's what paying everyone's mortgage. <laughs> uh, right, another question that we've got from the Dadsnet forums. Hey, dads, uh, struggling along financially. I'm coping, but uh, I need something else. Do you guys have any side hustles or passive incomes that I could do to help out? Uh, I work a demanding job. I don't have time to be a delivery driver or anything. Any help appreciated. Now, my first reaction to this would be, I, can't, I don't think you can just pick up a passive income passively. I think you have to work to make the income yeah. passive, right? I don't think you can just go, uh, I'm just going to press this button here. Passive income. Here we go. Yeah. I'm getting paid £500 a week for doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have the time for it, you're unlikely to make it. Because mm. that, that's the... the misnomer of a passive income is that you, there needs to be some active before you get the passive right yeah is, the, is there a get rich quick scheme that anyone's ever done or anyone's thought I've, about but it's illegal i don't know i've really looked into this <laughs> yeah I, i've tried paid surveys all that sort of stuff and it mm. takes a lot of time for very little reward uh, and I still get the emails now and I'm like, oh, a paid survey. Let me have a look. Oh, it pays 20p for an hour's survey. Mm. Maybe I won't. <laughs> yeah. I th yeah, the the return is not good. Like all those cashback sites as well. It's yeah. like, oh, I have to up my buying online game in order to make any money, which is kind of defeating the purpose, isn't it? Mm. Exactly. I, this is not necessarily a, a get rich quick one, but it's one that worked for me over a longer period of time. So I guess it's kind of the exact opposite of what he's asking, but hopefully <laughs> it might still make sense. So I did uh, a few years ago. Uh, oh, I've frozen up again, haven't I? We can hear you, Phil. We can hear you. It's okay. You're not frozen. I'm, I'm, can you can you hear me when I'm talking still? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, everyone else is frozen. So you, so you literally just, you just randomly go, so I want to tell you it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crikey. Okay, well, I'll carry on talking then <laughs> next time that happens. But basically I did uh, a sponsored pregnancy for Great Ormond Street where the idea was you wear a pregnancy suit for 48 hours and people can challenge you to do different things in that period. Anyone who sponsored could nominate me for a particular challenge. And I thought, oh, I know what I could do. So we had things like um, go shopping for maternity wear on Oxford Street, which was incredibly embarrassing. Although John Lewis got really into it. They took me like to show me breathable bras and I got like oh, the personal oh, shopper yeah. and everything. I was like, this is great. Um, I had to get a photo with a celebrity, get a makeover, all sorts of different stuff like that. Um, but I thought, oh, what I'll do, I'll sell the story to like one of those magazines that you get. You know, there's like a chat and stuff. So I sent it to Take a Break magazine uh, with a few photos and they replied and said, we're interested, right? We're interested, but we want it exclusively. I was like, oh, oh, I don't know. I can hand it to you exclusively. I've got the BBC on, the IT, ITV, the Sky, obviously, we'll cover it heavily. So I went back and I said, all right, I'll, I'll cover it exclusively. What are you offering? What are you offering? They went, how about a grand? Yeah, all right. For my there you go. I was like, this is amazing. Now, Phil, when you started that, talking about a get-rich-quick scheme, I did a sponsored pregnancy for Great Ormond Street. I'm like, no, you can't keep that, Phil. You yeah. cannot keep that. We do that, not condone. That is true. I should stress. I should stress. I think that probably affected the decision. And the money did go to Great Ormond Street. I wasn't actually, I didn't just pocket it in myself. I'm really sorry, Phil. Like, it's a great idea, but. I'm really sorry, but Phil. But I thought is... that as well. I thought it as well. We both thought the worst of you. And I can only apologize. Sorry, I'm so sorry. No, don't worry. But my point is, you could do something a bit wacky and then sell it to one of those magazines and therefore potentially make money. Don't do anything dangerous though. So if it's something fun and nice, um, mm. but, but maybe, maybe that's one way of, you, you can know, what, do you know what always sells to those sorts of magazines? People having sex with inanimate objects. <laughs> I mean, because man, we know they do. Because, with a potato. Yeah, because Brad brings them as news stories every week on exactly. this show. So we know those things. <laughs> 
What was the, the one about the ghost as well? He had one about a ghost, a woman that oh, married yeah. a ghost, and she was see you know, easy money, easy money. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm in love with a ghost. Here it is. So uh, this person then who asked <laughs> this question, our idea for this person who needs another job, a passive income, is to pretend that he's in a sexual relationship with a ghost. <laughs> oh, no. And oh, then invite did... Margot Robbie for a barbecue. There you go. <laughs> Which is another story you could then sell if she came yes. back. Well, there we go. <laughs> what does Margot Robbie eat in a barbecue? Oh. She didn't touch the spare ribs. <laughs> she um, didn't even say hi to the ghost. <laughs> Margot Robbie blanks ghost in barbecue bust up. <laughs> a lot of people on the comments all saying, if you want a job that pays well without doing any work, be a politician. Um, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, you know how I don't like to to generally besmirch all politicians but you know sometimes it gets to a point where you kind of have to uh, there's always um <laughs> you know when marcus rashford missed that penalty uh you know you're not football guys you might have heard of, is heard a man of called marcus yeah, yeah he, he, he missed a penalty uh for england and because he'd done a lot of work kind of you know wanting to feed kids <laughs> what a massive communist you know waste of space wanting kids to be able to eat food in this country um and he'd been quite you know he'd quite actively uh campaigned for that there were quite a lot of tory politicians when he did that they just went maybe just practice your football rather than uh, do some politics and every single one of them and i did this because i am this petty petty person you just go to the website they work for you and you can see all of the outside interests that those mps have and it's very easy to see all the extra additional work that they're doing that maybe they should stop doing and stick to the politics because they're not very good at it while they're doing all this, you know, writing for the sun or being head of whatever corporation. And the pure hypocrisy of that is just, it makes me so, so angry. But uh, I can't imagine why they would think that it's okay for them to have a main job and lots of other jobs and not for a a working class black man to be able to do that. I can't understand what it could possibly be about that that makes them think that they're better than the other one. Jim, um, I'm so happy. You're now part <laughs> of the Loose Dads Communist Party. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there we go. Why not, eh? It's easy to do when Brad's not here because uh, he, he, now he'd be going and going, you, you know, I guess going back to our questionnaire, I guess it's thinking, what does our questioner enjoy doing? Because a second income stream doesn't have to be something like miserable. Like if he's got a hobby or a passion, maybe they can turn that into an income stream. So like you were saying, like, like as you say, Jack, you love gardening. <laughs> um, then, but maybe he does. Maybe this questioner does. And so therefore he might be able to sort of offer that out to his local neighbourhood, do a bit of you know, gardening, mm -hmm. maybe maybe not, not fill up an ornamental pond, no, not in not. this climate, but, but <laughs> other times when it becomes safe again. Um, and you know, charge a little bit for that handyman. Um, yeah. Vlogging, but all, but all require time. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That is a very time good point. effort marketing, not passive. Um, but yeah, I think I think what we've decided is you you have to put a little bit of work in if you want a bit more money. Because if there was an easy way of getting more money without doing any work, we'd, we'd all be doing it, yeah. right? And you can't just marry a ghost, you know, without wooing her first. Exactly, no. exactly. Good point. You yeah, you just... And marriage yeah. isn't easy. No, no, no exactly. Work that's, it. that's work. Yeah. I, I once tried to woo a ghost, but then uh, she just never replied to my texts or, or emails after that. <laughs> <laughs> very good hey i'm there uh, i'm there Phil, thank you so like much you made that up on the spot that was on the fly and that's <laughs> what i appreciate <laughs> and i love the little gap that i thought is, is this a delay or is it just processing but what we, what we should have done jack is as soon as you said that we should have both left the conversation at exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Phil, thank you so much for joining us on Loose Dads this evening. Please tell us all about your wonderful podcast. Ah, well, there's another podcast in the Dads Net realm. In fact, there's many lovely podcasts. Uh, but this one is a new one called Little Conversations. 
And do you remember Kids Say the Funniest Things with Ronnie Corbett that used to, used to present it? Like classic, let's ask kids funny questions and see what their responses are. Well, we do that on Little Conversations. So the first series, all of it's now available, six episodes, and each uh, episode has a theme. So it might be superheroes or money um, or animals. And we set the questions and dads from across all corners of Dad's Nets ask hilarious uh, questions to the kids. And of course they come up with even more hilarious answers. So we've had kids say things such as, did you know an apple a day keeps the doctor away? And the child then goes, that's because doctors are terrified of apples. <laughs> and completely seriously, um, we've had all sorts of uh, wonderful responses. I don't want to spoil too many of them because I, I suggest you, you find it on all your favourite podcast platforms um, and enjoy uh, all the hilarious musings of the various kids. When we talk to kids about house prices, they're in shock at how much a house costs. <laughs> uh, and, and, and pretty much, you know, simulating the rest of the nation when they find out um, how they have risen over the last few years. <laughs> but that, that's quite interesting and a fascinating one. Um, so, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Check it out, review it, recommend to, you know, your three, four, five close, hundred closest friends. You know, it, it'd be great. Um, and it is, it is genuinely good fun. It's about 20 minute episodes. So nice, short, bite sized chunks that you can uh, enjoy. But they are funny. They are amusing. And because I, I sort of host it, I also take the mick out of some of the dads as well who ask first <laughs> questions, uh, including the founder of Dad's Net, um, who, who he, he says, he said, um, that all animals have footsteps to his child and i was thinking i don't think that's true because think of like a snake would you say a snake has footsteps would you say a snail has footsteps It's like, but he's genuinely saying to his kid, don't be ridiculous. all animals have footsteps, get it right. Yeah. <laughs> so it leads to a bit of attention. But, um, but yeah, no, please you know, listen to it, enjoy it, review it. Hopefully you enjoy it and let us know. And that advice goes for this show as well. Review it. And uh, <laughs> not all the same advice. Goes. Do review it. Give us five stars. Both both podcasts. That'd be lovely. Uh, a lovely little review on Apple Podcasts particularly. Uh, but Spotify, you can leave five stars and stuff. I was going to say, uh, Little Conversations is a great one to listen to with your kids. Loose Dads is not a great one to listen to with your kids. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, do not listen to this with your kids unless your kids are 23 years old and above. All right? <laughs> Um, that's, thank you that's for, a good point because it is really long at home with your kids so you can ask your own kids the questions and see how their answers stack up there we go I mean I can't because my kids are already on it having answered some of the questions so I know what they're saying and hilariously funny they are too I think Seth was the first uh, kid on there I was very proud yeah. of that <laughs> that is true we only picked the best we were like right Seth mm. you're leading the way yeah, well, and it's, and, and it's uh, a good one as well. So there you go. You need to go and listen to it now, don't you? Little conversations. It's on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that's us for this week. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to Jack. Thank you. Thank you to Phil. Thank you very much. Thank you to Brad for putting in half a shift and thank you to Sparky for not coming anywhere near us with those Greg's Crocs. Uh, we'll be back next week, wherever you get your podcasts and of course live 8.30 on the Dad's Net Facebook and loads of other places where you can watch the live stream. Thank you very much for listening to Loose Dads. Loose Dads, a Dad's Net original podcast.